Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 8 November 2019, and as I as I stock my liquor cabinet in anticipation of the coming soda shortage, I'll explain that one coming up, I note that on this day in history, in 1519, Moctezuma, I always thought it was Montezuma, he threw a big welcome party for the invading Hernan Cortez, who wound up stealing his gold, his home, and kingdom, and making him the first Mexican who actually would have appreciated the wisdom of a border wall. 1576, 80 Years War, that's when the Netherlands states, also being occupied by the Spanish, started an 80-year war to undo what a border wall would have prevented in the first place. 1602, the library at the University of Oxford is open to a public that couldn't read. In 1614, Japanese daimyo, which is basically a governor with a bad haircut and a cool sword, Tatkayama, converted to Christianity and was exiled to the Philippines. He discovered they actually cooked the fish there before dinner and decided to stay on, later invented hush puppies and coleslaw. 1901, Gospel Riot in Greece, which I believe was the first Christian hip-hop band. 1965, U.S. forces ambushed in Vietnam back home, Back at home, the Commander-in-Chief Johnson, well, he was distracted, too distracted to command. He was deciding if the NFL and the AFL should merge. He approved that a year later this day. Three years ago today, Donald Trump elected 45th President of the U.S., which my liberal friends remind me came on a famous birthday, Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. On the way, why we may be drinking our bourbon straight in another year or so. Now, government is not the only entity to impose bans that defy all reason and produce no result. Walmart, what's that she say? Yes, Walmart might might actually be the government these days, but when it was just a private company, the nation's largest retailer and largest underemployer also banned certain products, at least at certain times. About 15 years ago, I was driving up from Texas en route to my hunting camp in the Ozarks. I stopped at Walmart for the basics of the hunt, uh, bacon, long underwear, canned biscuits, and a pocket knife. The trouble was, the sporting goods department at this Oklahoma store was closing for the evening. Can I still buy a pocket knife, I inquired. No knife sales after nine, said the clerk, who felt inclined to add that it was a crime prevention measure. Apparently, Durant, Oklahoma, had seen a rash of drive-by pocket knifings. No knives at all. That's what I said, public safety measure. You could have criminal intent. So I I, I can't go over to houseware and, and buy a foot-long butcher knife. Uh, well, never mind. Will you just point me to the axes or the chainsaws? I'll take one of those, which, of course, aren't even used in movie crimes. Overzealous silliness, something that was the hallmark of New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg's administration. Now, I don't know if he was a good mayor or a bad mayor. I really don't. I didn't live there. I only remember him as the man who tried to ban large-sized sodas. They call them pops up there, I think. Uh, Here in the Arklatex, we call them Cokes. We call all of them Cokes. You want a Coke? Sure. What kind do you want? Oh, I guess a Dr. Pepper. Okay, me too. I always suspected the long arm of the liquor lobby was twisting the short arm of Bloomberg. After all, if a person has less Coke to put in their bourbon, they'll naturally drink more bourbon. So as Bloomberg ponders a presidential run, 
People in my area are stocking up on the big jugs of carbonated beverages. We don't fear a whiskey ban. We've been making that for decades. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and you can even mix Dr. Pepper with your bourbon without any funny looks.